Hello and welcome to the 99p Gen Z podcast. Today I'm joined by Connor Cook and Jessica Turner. Hey. Um, yeah. And today we're, we're doing a podcast, talking about podcasts. It's a bit uh, meta. It is very meta. Um, so the plan today is basically, with podcasts being such a up-and-coming, I guess, trend, um, we're going to sort of talk it through and uh, give our thoughts on podcasts. So I'd like to pitch a question to both first. Why do we do a podcast? Why are we here today? Uh, I think the main mission behind ours is like to give younger people within the workplace a voice. I mm-hmm. think it has done that. I think it's been quite successful on that. I think recently I was looking at the analytics and we're close to 1,000 individual listens since we started and we're still under a year old. So I think that's quite good. Okay. Considering we've not actually promoted it anyway, yeah. apart from organic growth on like, you know, social media. So I think that's quite cool. Jess, why do you think, uh, why, why are we doing the podcast today? Today. Well, in, in, <laughs> not just today, in, uh, in general. What, what, why do you think a podcast is an important sort of platform, I guess, for us? Well, I guess it's another way of getting to your audience, kind of connecting with them on a different level, a bit more personal kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I think what you were saying there about giving a voice to a certain group of people with us, I guess, the, the Gen Zs in the room. Um, I think it's, it's a good way to, to do that through a podcast because it's such a personal, it's a discussion, you know, it's, it's one-sided in the way that it's difficult to respond to and that's through comments or something like that. Well, but, people get to know a business in a different way other than just kind of corporate posts and blogs. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the next question is, um, would you say podcast is the new blog? Do you think podcasts will replace blogs? Do you think? I think it's getting that way. Yeah, I think because if you look at a few years ago, well, years and years ago, every company had a blog, and still to this day, every company normally runs a blog on that page. And I you'd think you'd be now, surprised, though. You'd be surprised when uh, when we look at prospects and uh, want to do some research. Some companies don't have blogs; they don't even have like a newsroom type thing where they yeah. give information to people on their sites. So, I think for some people listening, they think, "Oh, podcast that's quite out there." It's really not because like we're sat here now. We've got a mixing desk. We've got a couple mics and a computer recording and that's literally all you need you don't yeah. even need that because for example with our um podcast host anchor you can actually record remotely with another another partner across the world if they have the anchor app too so you can record and it syncs it up so that's pretty good um so it's actually really easy these days to get on board with these sort of trends i think this one particularly is probably going to stick around for a while yeah it seems like with Anchor obviously being acquired by Spotify and, uh, you know, obviously it shows that there is an investment in podcasts. And I think mm-hmm. people recently seem to be trying to make podcasts a bit more accessible to, to people because in the end of the day, I, I do think a podcast should be think, something that a lot of people are doing. And even for, you know, outside the reasons of audience, I think it's a good education to have almost where you have to research something, you have to sit down and discuss it. You get multiple viewpoints and you, you end up learning a lot going through the sort of motions of a, mm-hmm. a recording the podcast. Mm. But do you get to a point then where there are too many podcasts? Everyone's got a podcast. Is anyone listening to, you know, do we just end up listening to the big five podcasts in each sector and there's a thousand podcasts that... I think you know, I think it's the same sort of thing with social media. Like, you know, people are like, oh, why should, I done, why should I do that? There's other companies that do it probably better than us. Yeah, but a lot of that is background noise. You probably will never see a lot of that. If you produce quality content, you will rise to the top. And to be honest, it's quite easy to do. 
Like if you if you put time and effort, if you research the topics, you'll be able to, you know, play the game effectively. And if you also specialize in a topic, that way you'll be yeah. more seen. You'll you create those little audiences, and that's how you build them up, and that's how you get seen. You could even argue as well that it's not about, I guess, sort of contradicting myself here. It's not about being seen. It's not about you know thousands of listens and all this. It's to me, it's more about that if the the right client or you know the right sort of prospect comes onto your website and picks your company because of the podcast or has that as part of their decision journey towards buying a product, you know, investing in your company, um, then then that's that's the podcast success. You know, that's it validated that you can go, oh, okay, this person has said, oh, they do a podcast. They must know about this. You know, I've listened to them. I get that sort of personality, as Jess was mm-hmm. saying, about them. And then they go, okay, well, I'd rather pick this brand or uh, this agency over well, a different one. thing. You talk about pick this brand. A lot of the people listening will be prospects. Yeah. Because you're not going to get somebody... Say if you're a B2B company, you're not going to get, well, the, the chances you are getting like a B2C uh, listener are quite low because they're not going to be researching and typing in, searching for the same things that a B2B person will be typing in. So you will get people within your audience. I think it's also good uh, that you were saying before uh, for building sort of personalities as well because it also, if you decide to have an icon within your company, like we have, you know, B2B Matt, yeah. that sort of thing, it's quite good because that is their personal voice. It's almost like, I don't know. I, that, when I think about it, it's like another voice. Yeah, it's that connection kind of that Jess was saying, where you break through that corporate, um, you know, we are business brand, yeah. and you get into that that personality-driven marketing, which seems to be what... But to have the headphones in going. your ears as well, and like yeah. you have the voice of Matt talking to you as you know, you're driving or something. That's yeah. quite intimate. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Um, do you think it's just a trend, or do you think podcasting is here to say, Jess, do you think we'll be seeing podcasts 15 years from now? Or I reckon so. I think lots more people kind of prefer to do, I mean, personally, I prefer to do a podcast rather than speak in front of a camera for a okay. video, for example. Yeah. And I think I can, I can get, like, it's a lot more comforting knowing that you've not got people staring at you yeah. and you might mess up. Um, and it, it makes it accessible though, doesn't it? Doing things like that and saying, I don't have to sit in front of a camera. You know, yeah. I can, there's some people that sit there and they'll record interviews with someone, the other person's on the phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's that accessibility that drives the, the power of the podcast and being able to sit down, as we were saying before, with three microphones, you know, a little mixing board and, and a laptop and to be able mm-hmm. to produce something that could have taken, you know, a whole day to write or, yeah. you know, a couple of days to prepare a presentation on, we can convey this information to a, to a group of people simply by sitting down and having the conversation. Also, I and other than worth... the research, Ooh. sorry, <laughs> I was just going to say, other than the research, it's not time consuming at all, rather than not really, no. compared to filming videos or kind of creating an idea for a video kind of. Yeah. Also, like you say, the research, and you have to do some, like a relative amount of research, but I think something you probably noticed as ours, our very early podcasts were basically me anyway i felt like we were just sort of rattling off facts and yeah. talking about them mm-hmm. i think well the, the numbers don't lie when i've looked at our dashboard and seen uh, which podcasts do better it's the latest ones where we talk more about our opinions and yeah that's all people come for because if you do want to hear a load of facts they can go and google it themselves and they don't have to True. sit and wait to find that facts in a podcast yeah i think it's important to have a conversation and discussion rather than just regurgitating information that you know, is the top result on Google because you can't get that uniqueness through Google and you maybe can through a podcast when it's mm-hmm. someone's 
opinion. You talked about our early podcasts that are compared to now. Yeah. Obviously, early for us is only what a year ago, a year ago maybe. I think it's like um, nine months, I think. Yeah. So it's it's obviously a lot's changed since then. Um, I wasn't. Well, it's quite a learning curve, time, and I think that's what people are scared of getting on that yeah. sort of getting on the bandwagon. Well, this is what I was, was going to pitch to: is um, what would you say you've learned from podcasting as some of the people that were here from the start of this podcast? When you look at you look back at the podcast now, you look back at old episodes. What do you think of the sort of key learnings you had that have helped you sort of develop your ability of talking um, to a mic? You know, well, it's, for me, it's been quite a big learning curve. I hadn't really had much audio training before and I did the editing. Yeah. I mean, to you, you probably look back <laughs> and there, you probably cringe because you do it now. But um, like it was it was relatively easy to pick up and do, I don't know, an okay job, Well, that's you but, say? Yeah, no, it's, it's accessible. <laughs> and it's, you know, to, to think that um, when you guys start this, we were still building up the actual gear and, you know, the, the yeah. knowledge of yeah. producing something like this. And, uh, and it's, it's interesting to see the, how that's come along um, mm -hmm. but besides the sort of technical elements as maybe as a podcast host maybe as someone who has to you know lead a discussion answer you questions you do learn that as well yeah because I think I, I was very nervous on the first few ones and now I feel quite a lot more relaxed feels strangely natural you know we're just because yeah. in reality we're just having a conversation there's a mic in front of you but mm. you, know, you look past the mic um, I think that comes with anything though the more you do something yeah. the better you'll get yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think it? Because I'd say this has impacted for me public speaking. Where to now mm -hmm. to go and speak in front of an audience feels a kind of natural. Easier, yeah. yeah. Because you realise through social media and through this, you're doing it almost every day. And you know, to stand in front of that physical audience, mm. um, there's not that much difference really with when you put a video out mm. or you know. Uh, just what have you learned from from podcasting? Would you say? I reckon just the kind of specific topics that we've searched for and had yeah. to look into i've learned so much more about marketing than i, I already knew um and as as well like speaking to other people that you wouldn't usually get a chance to speak to properly within the company and stuff like this yeah, that's it's like it's like camille like you can't you don't really you see like what she does and stuff like this but then you don't really get kind of a good insight of what she's actually going through and like yeah, how yeah. she's handling things and it's quite interesting to see how everything kind of works within the company mm. yeah I think I think you can really it's, it's, you get much more of a connection having a conversation with someone mm -hmm. than if we said to someone right we need you to write an article on this um, and I think the podcast versus blog post debate is interesting because I do think some people either I think maybe fear podcasts or maybe get too into them in a way and I don't really know how to describe this but I think people see sometimes a podcast as something to be feared you know I don't want to talk into a mic or mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to look that's at that's the initial or, fear yeah there's also I think people are scared of the time commitment it's really not that big of a deal like we're doing yeah. one now towards the end of the day it's going to take about I don't know 15-20 minutes to record you probably bang it out in about what yeah not too long, long. <laughs> and but it's, it, there's a difference between you know if you look at like Serial or some of the bigger podcast producers there's obviously a difference where they run it like a radio show. Yeah, but you don't want to be things like squeaky clean. Though. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've said mm -hmm. this before. You want it organic, and you want to get that sense of personality behind it. Um, so I was in a you were there too. We were in a content sort of uh, brainstorm a while ago, yeah. and I brought up the idea of podcasts to this company, and they're like, "Yeah, we can do that," but they they were sort of hesitant. Um, the idea was kind of a bit too big for them. They didn't want to do it themselves, yeah. so I suggested there to our team you know they've done i found evidence that they've done one in the past with a separate uh sort of body so a, 
podcast already set up and they send one of their professionals and they're almost like a featured guest on the podcast. So that's an alternative route where you don't have to buy all the kit and you don't really have to set up that much sort of time to do it. So if they, if a company wants to do podcasts but doesn't want to like fully commit to it yet. Yeah. So that's another way to be seen within the sort of landscape. We've had a few conversations recently with various people about them producing a podcast, asking for advice, asking for us to do it for them and et cetera. And um, it's interesting to see people embracing it, but also jumping in and saying, I want to do it. How do I do it? Um, and I think that's quite good, actually. Practice yeah. what you preach, especially within agencies. If if you want to, you know, uh, put out podcasts as a service, like, uh, you know, do, it's kind of good to have a little bit of knowledge about it. So doing it in-house and then sort of projecting it to clients, I guess, sort of helps. Well, and even having that, um, that sort of specialist knowledge and being able to say that through a podcast and say, you know, let's let's describe um, this 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 topic on this episode. And then when someone's saying, oh, I want to learn about this, you say, well, we have the knowledge here to be able to send you it. And, yeah. you know, instead mm-hmm. of us sitting here for three, four hours and trying to explain it to you and going through the motions, here's a podcast. You can rewind it when you want. You can fast forward when you want. You can re-listen to it. You can listen to it in your car. You can listen to it wherever you want. That's, an, that's another thing I want to say. So we yeah. do... Uh, I mean, you you edit and record Matt's podcast, mm-hmm. uh, B2B Nav, um, and that one's recorded using video too, but you also produce the audio yeah. version. So you've got the video and the audio, two separate uh, bodies, effectively. And I think for this day and age where people are more busy and we're always trying to cram more and more into our lifestyles, having the audio version is kind of good because you don't have to sit down and watch the video. You could be listening to it in the car and therefore you've done another task within your yeah. routines. I think that's why they help as well. I think I, I normally listen to about one or two podcasts a day and it's normally on my way to work, on my way home from work. Yeah. Because, you know, it's you can put them in on a train or if you're yeah. you know, work, walking somewhere or... Um, and it is that you can get that education which you would normally get through reading a book or reading a blog post or, you know, but you can get it through audio so you can have it while mm-hmm. you're driving or it's... So that secondary um, almost entertainment. Whilst also sometimes it's nice to have a break from just reading things as well. Yeah, I, and I think it's interesting that because I think um, the the content of you know internal content for people is diversifying. Mm-hmm. That it's not just about having the blog now or having the podcast. Or mm-hmm. I think you should do really all of it. You know, you should be putting out videos and yeah. the. It's another string in your bow, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And you know, and then you create. Um, as you were saying, we're making the podcast with video and then we also have the audio version. There's yeah. there's reasons to to believe and there's um, definite sort of case studies that suggest that why, you know, if you have a, a TV show and, you know, it's a panel show, mm-hmm. you can yeah. put some of that in an audio format and put it out as a podcast. Yeah. Um, and people have started doing that, as you were saying before, with interviews and things like that. And it's it's another another string to bear. Like, yeah. Um, as Gen Z, though, do... I mean, you've just said you listen to podcasts, Jess. Do you? I don't really listen to podcasts. I listen to a couple. I've listened to more now. I've now I kind of started getting into the podcast yeah. world, but before that, I never really it never really interested me. I think I I found out at some point in the last maybe four or five years, I've listened to about four hundred and forty hours of podcasts. Okay. Um, so That's it might it might even be more. Yeah. That was that was on one app and then i use youtube for some podcasts as well so it's probably more yeah because i think for me the the um, incredible thing about a podcast is that you can have it on in the background while you're doing anything so if mm-hmm. i'm working if i'm you know sat cooking. up one night yeah cooking uh, anything like that 
it's good to be able to go, right, you know, I can cook my food, I can zone out, I can also learn something. And it's a perfect way to do it is, you know, you put your headphones in and you're, you're good to go. Um, and I, I do think podcasts will only increase in size now that you have, you know, the, the, the evidence is there. There's more podcasts every day. Yeah, there's, um, there's Spotify buying podcast companies and... Well, anger. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And pushing the podcasts out and saying, you know, I, um, podcasts, podcasts, Spotify partnered <laughs> with a few podcasts recently and said, you know, we're going to push your podcast. We're going to promote it on Spotify. They clearly know the importance of podcasts. So I think you're to neglect yeah. it as mm-hmm. a, a decision maker, as a Gen Z, whatever role you play, to neglect the idea of podcasts is, it, it doesn't seem wise in, in mm. my eyes. There's so many new people are creating podcasts. So like you said, you used to watch them on YouTube. People, YouTubers are now creating podcasts yeah. with their it's cast, not just with their even team. That. It's traditional media too. So you've got yeah. like, yeah. Uh, TV shows, like you said, uh, Conan O'Brien. TV radio show. One cut mm-hmm. their radio shows sometimes into if they have like um, you know sections of talk they're doing, they'll put it out as a podcast. Yeah, you've um, also got the you have like spin-offs almost like you've got the whole Love Island bubble. Yeah, they've now got the Love Island podcast, the Morning After or whatever it's called. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then uh, <laughs> it's, so <bad. laughs> it's, it's so bad. Um, and then. You've also got uh, companies like uh, Pretty, Pretty Little Thing. They've got yeah. their Behind Closed Doors podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could say what you know why are they having a podcast or a clothing company, and you can say well, they're but it's, it's the wider topics. So yeah. they get people, so influencers, influencers within their I don't know sphere. It's, yeah, so cool. people who their audience cares about, they get them in and they talk about things, or they have designers. You know, where they're going, the future of fashion. Mm-hmm. You've also got you know Stephen Bartlett. He's doing the Diary of the CEO uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. So literally anybody, any industry can do a podcast because yeah. no matter what the industry is, people are invested in it. It's so diverse as a platform. Um, and that's why I think it will only rise going forward. Uh, before we end this episode, would you like to see some key takeaways? So Jess, we start with you. Maybe stress the importance of podcasts or um, it, what, what is a key, key thing to, I guess, think about when you, when you think about podcasts? I reckon for me, there's just anything you think about there'll probably be a podcast about yeah um it's just another great way of learning information taking it in instead of watching it or reading it just take it with you like you said it's mobile so you can take it anywhere you want yeah um connor what about you um i'd say don't worry about them they're very easy to do Mm -hmm. you don't need a lot of kit uh you can literally do it with your phone but if you want to invest in a bit of kit you can literally get you know, a mixer, some mics, cables and stuff uh, mm-hmm. for about a hundred quid, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, you can, it's literally just trial and error. You just find what you're comfortable with. It's not very hard to figure out. And once you get going and properly get down mm-hmm. to it, I think the rewards are there. And they're very easy to sort of um, analyze as well. Because a lot of the software uh, that we use sort of has built-in analytics. So you can see what's working, who your audience is, where they are, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah, I think it's... it's um, <laughs> I'd, I'd just stress that try it, you know, you don't have to post it anywhere if you don't feel comfortable, but to sit down with someone, have a conversation, record it, feel comfortable asking questions, waiting on responses, you know, managing the conversation, it's good skills to have. Mm-hmm. Even if this podcast never goes anywhere, it's good to know that you've done it and you understand it. You know, it's another string to your bow, as you were saying before. Yeah. Um, and there's a podcast about everything. So why not take your niche and turn that into a podcast of your own? All right. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Thank you. Um, we have a website you can check out. It's 99pgenz.com. 
Um, We also have Instagram with the same name. Uh, Drop this podcast a like and a share and comment if you have any topics for us in the future. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.